Yo, what up? We must be back with a new season, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 1100 AM. That right. That and we got Tiff, hand in the building. H.O. and what Coach, up? Up? you now about to witness the strength of sports talk radio. Lego. Lego. I can read your mind. You know it's that time. Hold up. Hold up. Boy, I'm so fly, I feel like Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes. About to kill the whole season, man. SRT got picks for days. Ain't no telling when I'm all in. Never stall in. Pass the ball in the LBJ. That's the kick, fam. Woo. Been bowling since Space Jam. New logo like the LA Rams. Uh-huh. SRT next up. Big dog picks Devin Hester. And that's the word on the street. Tiff got me right like we run in the screen. Real Woo. talk, can I know what I mean? We causing the scene. SRT got what you want every week. I ain't gonna ain't say it, no, no. What up, what up, what up? It's. The Sports Roundtable, live from the SRT studio. It's the SRT crew in the building, and we are live over Atlantic Station doing our thing each and every week. Thanks for tuning in to another hot show, another hot two hours. Thanks for allowing us two hours of your day to uh, get some sports entertainment in. Once again, this is Sports Roundtable. SRT crew, we're live in SRT studios overlooking Atlantic Station, and it is hot today, but they say it's raining somewhere and thundering somewhere in Conyers, Stone Mountain, and things of that nature. Um, the finals are over. Sports season. <laughs> Can me and G get some props in the <laughs> intro? Please. That's all I, just a little bit. If you will, please. Uh, G and D Will said that they was gonna go five. So there's a prop. You got a bell or something? No, 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 no. We just didn't say it was gonna go five. We said Golden State in, in five. five. Well, I'm pretty sure you'll say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty sure he'll say that again at least five times. I got. <laughs> didn't I add G? Yeah. See how you do me. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, it's already, it's already starting here today. Uh, the finals are over, so I will say that this is what is considered the dead period in sports. So uh, if you want to go on vacation with your man, this is the time to do it. If you want to get the yard work done, this is the time to do it. All the honey-do lists, this is the time to do it. Because when late August comes, do not bother him. Period. Nope. Kicks back up. But again, man, we go have a great show for you. We got a special guest in the building. Um, it's it's been a long time coming. Trying to get this guy in this building, but he's here. We'll introduce him later on. But if this is your first time listening to the show, shame on you. But we do appreciate you listening to the show. And the show can be heard AM eleven hundred. On the dial, and you can go to srtradio.com if you want to listen to it on the internet. Give us a call, 404-603-8770. And uh, once again, if you this is your first time listening, let me introduce everyone, a part of the crew. And uh, I am your humble host, H.O. from... Westside, Bankhead. It won't fall. As everybody already know. Representing that bankhead each and every week, all the time. People say, why you out? Listen, never forget where you come from. That's just the way it is. Uh, also stepping in and filling in the sixth man of the year, because our main man Hancock is down there taking care of some 
some parental business uh, down in the in T Town, I think. I think you're in T Town, D. But whoever sits in that seat seems to always be from Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my main man, the sixth man of the year, Jay Smooth. G G G G G G Smooth. Yo, <laughs> G the man. All day, how you doing, Smooth? I'm good, man. What's up, fellas? Ain't nothing. Everything good? Yeah, glad to be back. It's always a pleasure to sit in for anybody. There you go. Always. And uh, now it is time to introduce the man who wears wears four rings with the crimson colors. And he is D-Will, the coach. What's happening there? What up, crew? What up, Mike? What up, G? Yo, <laughs> Jay in the house. Whatever ATL. There it is, man. Everything good, boy. Stop. You want <laughs> you want to do the uh, you want to congratulate yourself? Uh, I want to pat myself on the back for being <laughs> the Nostradamus of the SRT crew. Man, I saw this coming wave. And hold on, not only did I call four one, I actually called. They don't win unless who was the MVP. KD, uh, and I say he had to average at least thirty points. Let man go to the archive shows. I ain't playing with him. <laughs> you Rain the, man, you talk ke- to me. You can archive archive shows on srtradio.com, So please check that out for me. And the man who produces the show does an excellent job. He's the man behind the glass. His name is G Money. And my my brother's keeper. Yes, I am. There it is, my man G Money doing this thing. And uh, once again, I do. We do have a special guest, and we say the best for last. And we must say this: uh, our lifestyle segment tonight would not be the SRT Fun Bag. It would be how do I purchase a car? How financially do I purchase a car? And any other kind of questions that you have about getting a car? Because in the A, everybody got a ride. Because everything is thirty minutes away. I promise you that. And with this traffic, that's a long way. So introducing the man who is famous for being on the Atlanta Housewives, selling Nene Leaks, sons of car. He's been in business for 18 years. My main man, my road dog, all the way from Bankhead Highway, Jay Myrick. What up, Jay? What up, what up? Um, it's, been so long. it's been a long time coming. There you go. I appreciate it. You know, y'all invite me into y'all world. Man. <laughs> <laughs> there hey. you go. And listen, so we got a, a segment for you tonight, but we want you to hang around and talk a little sports because a lot of people don't know that, you know, uh, if I must say myself, uh, in high school, we were the Steph Curry and, and Durant of high school basketball. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so so I want to see the tape. I want to see the tape. I didn't see the tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but listen, we got a great show for you tonight. We got some hot news coming up, and we definitely gonna be talking about uh, the finals again. We got some hot news. We got old school, new school coming up as well, and then we got uh, Jay. We're gonna interview him and talk about some uh, some definitely some car stuff. And in the second half of the show, we're going to go in with a lot of things that we're going to talk about as far as the finals, 
the fight has allegedly has a date and uh we go definitely talk about that will you purchase the fight if it's over a hundred dollars but all of that and more so we're gonna do all that g money let's go ahead and jump to this hot news blazes hot 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 scorching red hot this is why i'm hot it's the sports roundtable hot news Hot News sponsored by the Big Easy Grill. If you're looking for the best New Orleans seafood in town, go on over to our friends at the Big Easy Grill, 1193 Collier Road, Atlanta, Georgia. The best shrimp in town, and it is verified. You can go to BigEasyGrill.com for the menu. Trust me when I say it is awesome. Jay Smooth, can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> D. Will, yeah. can I get an amen? Crab claws. <laughs> Off the chain. All right. Um, the first question of the night. The hot news. Shout out to Hancock. He's on Facebook Live checking us out. Um, the NBA champs has been crowned. The Golden State Warrior wins in five, as D. Will and G Money said. So my question is, how did they actually win? And let me just say this real quick, and I'm going to let the, the talent take over. <laughs> but you know how you find your niche like D. Will you, you, you found your niche in, in, in the radio business and the t-shirt business and things of that nature Jay has found his niche in the car business KD is the best player on the team Steph Curry is the most important player on the team Draymond Green is the glue to the team and Clay Thompson, everything else, you fill the role. Everybody has lined up and accepted their roles, and that's what has happened in these finals. We was kind of concerned about the bench going into the season because of so many people that they lost. But essentially, the bench with Iguodala, KD being KD, and everybody else finding their role, to me, that's how they actually won the championship. All right, Smooth, it's on you. For me, the, the simple answer is that they were the better team. But <laughs> it's a little bit more to it than that. So everything failed perfectly for Golden State. And we can, we can start with Steph Curry's ankle issues. With those ankle issues and at the time that they occurred, it allowed Golden State to sign him on a lesser contract. And fast forward a few years later, the TV money does kick in, which raised the, rose the salary cap, which enabled them to sign a Kevin Durant. So, in my opinion, it just shows great management by Joe Lacob, Bob Myers. They outcoached Cleveland in every way possible. They outdid Cleveland at every single position, including small fort, in my opinion. <laughs> and as you pointed out earlier, their, their bench was better. We had concerns about it, but the little skinny kid number zero, I don't know what his name is, McCall. but yeah. Patrick McCall. Patrick McCall. Patrick McCall. I mean Some big minutes. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Big minutes. I mean and out of UNLV. UNLV? Yeah. But there's so much versatility. And I you know, I think that's a that's something we'll talk about later on in that second hour. But Golden State's versatility allowed them to do so many more things than Cleveland can. 
Like, and I just still don't understand how you make it to the NBA and you still have a limited skill set. Tristan Thompson, <laughs> Iman Shumpert, J.R. Smith, whoever else that plays for Cleveland. So that's that was it for me. But the simple answer is, is that they're, they were just the better team. All right, G. Uh, I agree with that, that Golden State had the better team and they had a more balanced team. Uh, as you were kind of alluding to, Cleveland has a bunch of specialists. The guys that come in, okay, they shoot the three. That's what they do best and probably only. And with Tristan Thompson, he gets offensive rebounds. That's what he does best, and that seems to be the only thing he can do. I mean, he can catch a lob every now and then. He caught winning game five. Nice. (laughs) But um, Golden State had a bunch of players who they had something that they did well, but what all of them did was defend. I know, like, there was a bunch of points scored, but if it's adjusted for pace, advanced numbers, all that, Golden State actually played very well defensively, especially through the first three games. And Cleveland, I told, I kept telling y'all for weeks, I did not believe in Cleveland defensively. <laughs> <laughs> and it showed because they had to keep making adjustments. And people who we thought or who were we were just told they were defensive stoppers, Iman Shepard, is are not. <laughs> And um, I think Golden State, they just showed that they they were the better team and they could do more with what they had on their roster. Gotcha. All right, Weezy. They were better. <laughs> like I, I, got, I can give some – what Jay said, Jay put out the conspiracy theory about they, they, they planned this a long time ago, you know? So I didn't even think that deep. I just they got better players. Like <laughs> if you go up and down the roster, yeah. when they go head to head, Golden State has better players. They showed it. They it really wasn't a series. If you really watch the games, what game did uh Cleveland win? Game four? Game four. They were they were cruising. Twenty four three. They they were cruising on defense. They weren't even putting up real effort on D. So, you know, uh Kevin Durant was oh, I do got a the best player on the floor, I disagree with Jay. The best player on the floor would play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James was, man, if you, did y'all watch him when he got the ball? When Andre Iguodala was guarding him, he got the ball and went directly to the basket. No jump shots. No, I'm finna dribble, dribble, spin move. I'm doing a layup. I'm dunking. So if he could, he can't sustain that for 48 minutes. You see what I'm saying? So without the help that Golden State has, because. And Hancock said it best the night of the game. Kyrie, whatever happened, whether it was the knee to the thigh or the back locking up, that hurt them in game five. Right. Because him not being able to perform going with 0 for 5, 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter when he was cooking in the first three quarters, that that that's where the turning point in the game was. But they were just a better team. Yeah, yeah. and I and I agree that that LeBron was the better player in the series, but my disappointment with LeBron was his he mismanaged himself, in my opinion. If you know you're you're not on a minute restriction, why would you not reserve some of your energy and use it appropriately for Cleveland quarter after the quarter? But they couldn't afford <laughs> they it. Yeah, they don't have they nobody were, to take over. He sat for only like Two twenty-seven minutes, minutes the whole oh, series. Wow, twenty-seven minutes. They got outscored by twenty-eight points in those twenty-seven minutes, and with him on the floor, I think they were like plus seven. Wow. So they, he couldn't afford to sit down because they completely fall apart without him. All right. Wow. Question number two, Mike Vick, Roddy White retired as Falcons on Monday. My question is, are they Hall of Famers? 
I know the ring of honor for the Falcons. Pump. I need a pump. But are those two Hall of Famers for the Falcons or for the NFL? Jay Smooth? Uh, Roddy White for the Falcons, yes. I mean, he still leads the Falcons receivers in a lot of categories. I'm sure Julio will surpass those at some point. Right. But there's a backlog. There's a a logjam of receivers who want to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and Roddy's not on that list, not in my opinion. Right. Michael Vick, based on – Reputation and, and goodwill alone, because <laughs> his, his his skill set doesn't deserve Ring of Honor or Hall of Fame. Not even close Hall of Fame. Okay. He may be able to get in the Virginia Tech Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, he, he can get in that one, but no Falcons Ring of Honor, no Pro Football Hall of Fame. But Whitey Roddy does deserve <laughs> the, the Falcons Ring of Honor. But Michael Vick, no. Now I mean, well, I won't even go there. But if you <laughs> yeah, I lead it alone. The Michael Vick. I like Vic. Yeah, watch what you say now. Yeah. All right, G. <laughs> this is uh, rough, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. I know. I um, know. For Roddy White, uh, he has he has a chance, but like, but there's just a, there's a lot of receivers ahead of him, and you got to consider the era. Like over 800 catches, 10,000 yards, 60 touchdowns. Normally that that would be okay, but consider all the receivers who are not in yet and who retired ahead of him it's going to be a while if he ever gets in and with Michael Vick he would have to it would have to be a lot on like reputation it might take a long time for him maybe with like how I feel like with with newer younger sports writers right. are going to allow players into the baseball hall of fame that may or may not have used performance against drugs I think it's going to take uh, younger Sports writers and voters to vote in someone like Michael Vick. All right, Weezer. Ain't no damn way Roddy White going to no <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> listen to me. Michael Vick, listen, he's going to get in for reputation alone. It's going to take a long time. Like, it's going to take a lot of those sports writers dying. It's going to take the, just to keep it real, it's going to take some people dying and some new seats to get in, <laughs> some new butts to get in some seats. Michael Vick is going to the Hall of Fame. He is iconic. Like I don't care what you say. The if you pull up Michael Vick on on YouTube, which these kids and people do nowadays, he's by far a hall. The only reason I say Ryder White, he has good good numbers, but we all know why receivers have trouble getting into the Hall of Fame for one. Okay, and then for two, he wasn't a personality. What what endorsement did Ryder White have? What 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 commercial was Ryder White on nationally? Is Jay? You might have got him once or twice. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, like, where was his Nike commercial? Where was his shoe contract? Where was his Pepsi commercial? You know what I'm saying? So, I, I believe all that factors into being a Hall of Famer. Like, T.O. hadn't got in because what he did off the field, not what he did on. So, I'm saying all of that accomplices, and he's just a – he was a good player. You know, he was a he was a real good player. He The Falcons can celebrate him in the what, – what is it called? The, the Ring of what? The Ring, Ring of Rings? Oh, the Ring of Honor. Whatever it is. He can go there. And I, just before we wrap it up, I even hate to say this, but people love dogs too much for Michael Vick to get in the Hall of Fame. See, but I don't think no, dog lovers don't vote. <laughs> what? You see, some of them do. You see what I'm saying? Some Peter, of them Peter ain't on the board. Some of them do. I mean, you have some writers, I'm sure, and they love dogs. I'm sure it's a, you hey, know. Hey, what was, I, I preference that statement by saying some 
some somebody gotta die and some butts gotta change in some seats. Right. But new dog lovers are born every day. Yeah, but they I'm telling you, they internet junkies. They gonna go look up Michael Vick, man, <laughs> and they're gonna watch them YouTube highlights and they're gonna be like, Wow. I, I just don't think you can get in the Hall of Fame based on a few good plays. Ooh, a few? And he I mean he had that one what was he it, a Monday the Super Bowl. A Monday night game? Yeah. Super Bowl. He took. I mean, he took him to the uh, one he, game from a Super one Bowl. One goal from one game from a Super Bowl. I meant. <laughs> you can name a lot of quarterbacks that did that, and they in the Hall of Fame. But Yo, Michael Vick doesn't have a stats here, to back G. it up. On a on I guess on a smaller scale, do you think that the Falcons will retire number seven? Oh, without a doubt, nobody still hadn't worn it to this day. I think. Well, let me just sum it up like this. I think it's gonna take a while for even the Ring of Honor to happen for Vick. Because of some some tension and, 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 and things of that nature. I think he would have to be a part of the organization or some some in some sort to try to win over some fans. Man, some keep it real. Things. Let's stop sugarcoating. He need to get some white folks in his back pocket. Because if you go to a game, everybody in the stands still got on a Michael Vick jersey. And yep. every, all of them are brothers yep. and sisters. You see what I'm saying? So we need to stop sugarcoating. It. He need to go stroke some white people by their hair, by their gray hair, and make them feel good. before Because the dude deserves it, bro. Let's say, all right, like... I understand what he did was bad. He served his time. We are on from that. Yeah. But what he did before and after that in the NFL, come on, man. You can't deny that. All right. Uh, question number three, the fight. Uh, said it's getting closer. Allegedly, August, what, the 26th mm-hmm. is what they saying. Uh, Mayweather, McGregor, uh, the question is, how would you even pay to watch this boxing match? Be where you go first. Yes. I get here. I got my money. It's you, Floyd, man. I am a Floyd fan. So if Floyd be like, hey, give me $100, I'm going to give him $100. Straight like that. It's going to be at least that. And that's what I'm saying. I don't, he can be fighting Barney. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, if Floyd be like, hey, bro, I gotta, I'm finna fight. I need $100. Got mine. All right, G. I just got pumped. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's, it's official. It's going to be 12 rounds. They'll use 10-ounce gloves, wow. fight at 154 pounds, and Conor McGregor can make up around $100 million. Wow. Wow. Jay, would you? No. Not spending my money. <laughs> but I would gladly pay the entry fee of a six-pack or a bag of chips. <laughs> I'm with you on that Or a 10-piece wing. Whatever it takes to get me in the door of somebody else's party. Who's spending their money? I'm not spending my money. Oh my God, Jay! You 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 spend your money to watch that? No, I'm a big boxing fan. You know, <laughs> I'm a really big boxing fan. I couldn't spend the money on that one. Yeah, it, it may yeah. not even go two rounds. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I I paid for Mike, and he used to knock him out in thirty seconds. Yeah. When was the last time any of y'all paid for a, a Mayweather fight? The, the well, last one he fought. <laughs> I, I went yeah. to one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last one he fought. I paid. Listen, and then the one before that when he fought Pacquiao, we did it at Slick Money so House. Did Slick yeah, Money House. Yeah. So and I and I I paid for um what's the the, the little muscle head dude name he beat up is for the forty nine, um not Bruno, Danilo? nah the, the black dude he beat up last Berto. his last fight Andre Berto. Andre Berto. Oh, I paid okay. for that. Go ahead now. That's All right, right question number four, the Patriots. Oh, gets. 283 dimes in their Super Bowl rings. Straight trolling the Falcons. Mm. Are you upset about that if you're a Falcon fan? D-Will. 
Okay, uh, the, the second half score was what? 28 to 3, correct? Second half score was 28 3. Yeah. So they go and put 283 diamonds in their ring. Not only that, they booked Gucci Man, A <laughs> Town wow. legend, to perform at the party. Wow. Now that's the ultimate trolling. We're gonna we beat you 28 3. We could have got, got 23 diamonds in our ring. But we gonna put two hundred and eighty three diamonds in a in one ring, and then we gonna book Gucci Man, and I think they probably gave him about two hundred and eighty three thousand, <laughs> just for do the show. G, what you what you feel about that troll? Uh, that that was excellent, excellent trolling, <laughs> excellent trolling. Um, if I, I feel like if they didn't get Gucci, they would have got like Future. Yeah, he was coming from the A. <laughs> it, it was gonna be somebody wow. from there. Yeah, <laughs> they would have got Gucci. Z Money is a master trolling himself. Yes, he as is. Y'all, as y'all can hear the, the Oak Town sounds of uh, MC Hammer in the background, playing in the background. <laughs> <It's gonna start>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay Smooth, what, what you what you think about the trolls, y'all? If I'm Matt Ryan, Dan Quinn, and the Falcons, this only adds fuel to the fire. I mean, this should be. Additional motivation to get you back there next year, right? But it's petty. It's, it's petty. It's petty. It's very petty, and I, I ain't mad at him. I'm not mad at Robert Kraft, Tom Brady, and how big is this ring? That's what I want to know. I got to see the ring, right? Because it, it, it got to it, it got to be one of them old school uh, salt and pepper four finger rings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They used to wear all them together. It got to right. be that or a bracelet, <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, that's a lot of diamonds. There's a lot of diamonds. All right, the fifth question of the night only goes to D. Will because this is. Ooh, yeah, I know he gonna go off on a tantrum, so uh, we only got a couple of minutes. I got you. The Gonzalez <laughs> Twins <laughs> <laughs> are foregoing their senior year at UNLV mm, mm, to mm. pursue music. Thoughts, D. Will? Okay, uh, to keep it real, only one of them can really hoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a decision had to be made because they they, they combined at the hip, and I'm gonna go give them their props. Uh, they their names are Dakota and Dylan Gonzalez, and if you have not seen them, seen them, go. Our, our good friend Deshaun Tate of 92.9 <laughs> The Game came into the studio and told us, "Listen, if you have not seen them, go look them up." Now I am gonna say this on Instagram. On oh, Instagram, <laughs> but go look them up on Instagram. But I'm gonna tell you like this. It's only one of them was a real WNBA prospect. So why continue to pursue something if you have a lane at something else that both of y'all can pursue together? Okay, because basketball was coming to an end. All right. So, but don't you know how? Is, is this just me or when you have a set of twins? Ain't one of them always finding another? Yes. Don't you remember T and Tamara? Yes. One one of them finding another? Yes. Let's go to these Gonzalez twins. Both of them bad. Don't get me wrong. But Dakota, mm. she is killing Dylan. Because <laughs> Dylan has the mole, right? Yeah. yeah. Dakota, she got the blonde little twist, whatever, long faux dread. Oh, man. Listen, go look at what's up. I can't even think of. I'm going to look it up. I'll tell y'all later in the show. But I'm going to tell y'all Dakota IG. But uh, I heard a little bit of music, too, because I know you do want to hear that. Right. <laughs> They fine, boy. <laughs> they are fine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, in my opinion, it's better to go that way. They'll make more money on Instagram than, than in the music industry. Yeah. Well, somebody going to book them, but it just might not be the same. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and just just for the record, I fully support the Gonzalez twins and whatever it is. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, I will buy your album. Yes. And I know. Hey, listen, and we will listen and. Smooth will actually invite me in, and we will do a review on the Switch Style podcast <laughs> for the Gonzalez right. album. Yes. There will be a live show where we show pictures. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap up the hot news, man. Sponsored by the Big Easy Grill. Please go over to our friends at Big Easy Grill. 1193 Call Your Road, Atlanta, Georgia. We will take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got old school versus new school, and we go talk about some cars. Jay is in the building. We gonna tell you how to buy a car the proper way. You listen to Sports Roundtable with Jay in the building. Be right back. We'll be back with more Sports Roundtable on the Worldwide Radio Network. I hated my old countertops. I was embarrassed to have people over to my house and didn't even want to cook in my own kitchen until I discovered Transform by Caesarstone. Transform is this luxurious layer of quartz that was installed over my existing countertops in just a few hours. My beautiful new surfaces are scratch and stain resistant, never need to be sealed, and they're guaranteed for life. Visit transformyourkitchen.com or stop by a participating Lowe's today to give your outdated surfaces the transformation they've been waiting for. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand. Wherever you are with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country. And over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Mm -hmm. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Sports, Sports Roundtable. Whoever discontinued save a lot. <laughs> Those are the shortbread cookies with the chocolate on the back, the extra big ones you say save a lot. Yep. Whoever discontinued that, I'm going to take your badge. Mm. All y'all little Girl Scout selling them cookies on the corner. <laughs> I'm going to walk up and I'm going to take your badge if you ain't got no save a lot. I'm going to kick your table over. I'm going to crush your thin mints. I'm going to lick all the coconuts off your Samoas. Get my dog on Save a Lot's back. Get him. Get me my Save a Lot's. Only on 1100 AM, the Worldwide Radio Network. And now, a showdown that happens every generation. Whether it's the barbershop, the church picnic, or that annoying co-worker, it's a battle of the old school versus the new school. It's the new style. Sports Roundtable, we back. SRT, back in the building. Old school, new school. And guess who this sponsored by? Jay's Used Cars. (laughs) If you need a new pre-owned or used car, please... Call Jay's Used Cars, 770-496-0339. Please go to jaysusedcars.com. Check out the inventory. If you mention Sports Roundtable SRT, you will get a 10% discount on your down payment. And he can verify that in here tonight. Old school, new school, Jay. This is going to be some fun. So this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to ask old school, new school, and we got G-Money who's going to represent the old school. D-Will going to represent the new school and they're going to get have 40 seconds on the argument about these questions 
Now, I'm going to ask you to pick who made the best argument for the old school and new school. All right. All right. Here we go. The first topic, Phil Jackson, old school, versus Greg Popovich, new school. Who do you want to be your coach if you need a ring? G-Money, you got 40 seconds on the old school with Phil Jackson. All right, so you got to go with Phil Jackson. Mean, he has 11 of these. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Everyone wants to go rings first with these kind of arguments. He has 11 of them. He has one that he, he can't even wear right now. He tried to wear them all. Okay? He, he won using an offense to where he didn't really need a point guard. He just needed someone who could pass the ball. You needed five guys who could pass the ball. And when you have a lot of ball movement like that, it's going to be easy to score points because the defense won't understand. People still don't understand the triangle. His own team doesn't even understand the triangle. <laughs> but you trust that it's going to work because he has 11 rings. That's all I got. Alright. D-Will, you got 40 seconds on Greg Popovich. That's not even close. <laughs> he got 11 rings. He can't Mom can't eat no rings. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Greg Popovich, because he was able to transcend eras. You get what I'm saying? Greg Popovich was able to do it before the era of basketball changed. He did it when with two big men, where the big men rule the paint. He was able to change the way he played with Tim Duncan to Greg, to uh, Tony Parker, to Manu Ginobili, to now the way he plays with Kawhi Leonard, where it's fun and gun, and let's put up points. And we're lacking in the defensive area just somewhat, and we're giving up more points, but we're also scoring more. So with him being able to transcend errors and still win championships and still be able to – look what Phil Jackson is now. All right, Jay, who who, uh, who you got on that Man, it got to be D-Will because he did transcend – you know, he went from two big men down low and playing down like that to a co- the draft. Look at him. They drafted Kwan Leonard. Who knew he was going to do what he he's doing? Okay. All right. Uh, the next question. Old school, new school. Jimmy Johnson, former coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Bill so Belichick. G-Money, you got 40 seconds. And the question is, if you're starting your own franchise, who are you picking to be your coach? Jimmy Johnson or Bill Belichick? All right, D, you got Jimmy. All right, so with Jimmy Johnson, he, he's done this before. It was like when he came to the Cowboys in 1989, they were pretty sorry. So <laughs> One in 15. They went one in 15 his first season, and he came in the next offseason and was like, okay, we're going to trade. We could trade anybody. I may even trade Michael Irvin, and I and he played for me in college. So he has the the know how to to make moves. They made a lot of. I think they made over fifty trades to to draft to where they ended up drafting Emmitt Smith and Russell Maryland and Nate Newton and all these guys that helped them win those Super Bowls in the early nineties. So he can start anywhere, and he'll he'll make the necessary moves to make this all happen. All right, D-Will, you got uh, Bill Belichick for the second. We talking Bill Belichick. <laughs> the, the sweater. The sweatshirt. That's what it, that, what do we call the sweatshirt. <laughs> That's it. We talking him, okay? Listen to me now. Um, Jimmy Johnson was probably better for the Coke era. 
because he can handle them dudes in the, in, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, the, in the locker room wow. sniffing. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? But in the era of football that we have today, there has not there has been no coach that has been better. All right, if you want to talk about being able to run a program and not only run a, a franchise and be able to you be have the best player in the league and say, you know what? It's your time to get paid. I'm going to get rid of you and continue to do it. Ooh. He was able to recycle players in the NFL and continue to win year after year after year after year. All right, Jay, who, who you got? Man, D-Will, I'm sorry, but I got to go with my man over there. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson yeah. did, you know, what the question asked coming out of college. What he did was he came in, reconstructed Dallas' whole system and won and like he said if Michael Irvin didn't do what needed to be done he was out of there so <laughs> and he coached him in college so I would have to go with Jimmy Johnson alright question number three Jared Rice versus Julio Jones if you need a big game from your wide receiver who are you going to choose T-Money you got Jared Rice for old school you got 40 seconds I don't know how D. Will's going to disagree with me on this one with Jerry Rice. I mean, he's done it on the biggest stage while with Julio. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop right there. I'm just going to stop right there. All right, D. Will. You got your Alabama man, Julio Jones. You got 40 seconds. Julio bigger. <laughs> he faster. He's stronger. But I need one game. <laughs> uh, Council, Mr. J of Jay's used cars, I want to recant my uh, ability to be the lawyer of Julio Jones in this argument because he's guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't even argue that, dog. You can't. <laughs> he bigger. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but 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 this is, but but we always talk about when they finish their career, and that's so, why it's hard for me to argue that because you know by we, the end Julio might be because like I said ev- evolution alone he's bigger faster stronger okay so you know if if you really got a one game scenario who would you want you're gonna want him because of sheer talent okay but if we're just talking about numbers. Nah, man. Julio not done yet. If Julio goes and wins three NFL championships, we may have a different conversation. Jay, no question is the GOAT. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah. All right, question number four. I like this question. This this, this is a GOAT. Mm. All right, Mark Price versus Steph Curry. Who do you want at the free throw line when it counts? T-Money, you got Mark Price. It's old school. You got 40 seconds. All right, this is kind of tough because he, he went to Georgia Tech. Um, <laughs> not a Georgia Tech fan. Uh, I feel like this is this is kind of pity because he played for Cleveland too. But anyway, I'm on, <laughs> I'll leave you alone on that. But Mark Price is the second most accurate free throw shooter of all time. When it's whatever situation it is, you need free throws because the other team's going to foul. You want to put your best free throw shooter on the line. This is the guy you want. I mean, it's... 90.3%, 90.4% for his career. For his career, wow. second greatest of all time. Like who you want the best you want your best free throw shooter out there. Who else besides him? 
Um, Steph didn't help this argument the other night. He did. <laughs> but you got Steph Curry, uh, D. Will, 40 seconds. Mark Price, fir- second of all time. Who first? Steve Nash. Steve Nash first. <sighs> Steph wet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but he is erratic at times. But he's the best free throw shooter and shooter of all time in a our era okay so I would have if you were say it's one a, we're down by one you get fouled I'm putting Steph there because he's a brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah I went there I pulled a race car <laughs> I gotta win <laughs> Jay who you got on that I'm gonna have to go with Mark Price because so many kids didn't get a chance to see him in the other era and he was, I mean, he can shoot it with his eyes closed just like Steph. Yeah. He is a shooting machine. Yeah, yeah he's not missing. I'm not yeah. I'm not putting <laughs> Steph on the line. <laughs> All right. This is the last question of the night, and I'm going to probably have to get um, Jay Smooth in on this one since he's a music guy. But um, if you had to have one smash hit, one smash hit, pla- platinum plus, <laughs> uh, old school Tupac and Biggie On the same single Produced by Dr. Dre Or Future and Kendrick Lamar On the same single Produced by Pharrell Williams See money You got old school Tupac Biggie Produced by Dr. Dre all right, so first of all, uh, I think this track may actually exist somewhere. <laughs> hey, I need to check the hard drive. <laughs> so um, I think like this was, I wish this is something, if it doesn't exist, it, it's something that really should have happened. You're going to get two people at the at the top of their game at the time, and you have the best producer at the time. And everyone will be hungry for it. I think people will be hungry for it now because it would like their music holds up I think now so there, if that, that track produced back in 95, 96 would still hold up today it would be more of a timeless song than compared to those other guys and that other that other option you got in that question <laughs> I do where well, you got 40 seconds future Kendrick Lamar produced by Pharrell I totally agree that track would be way better but I'm going to tell you like this right here if you want, you ask the specific question of if you wanted a platinum selling record that's gonna sell records today, you give me Future and Kendrick Lamar because these kids are so brainwashed and house modeling <laughs> that they don't understand. They don't care what you're saying. They just want to hear it being said. And you gotta understand, Kendrick Lamar is probably one of the dopest lyricists that the rap game has ever seen. All right, so you got to get him his props for that. Pharrell Williams is one of the dopest producers. He is on the level with the Dr. Dre when it comes to music. So if you just put them two in and throw Future on the hook, bro, I don't know about that. I think that song will sell more with the brainwash of the kids today than the Tupac and Biggie song. Though I think the Biggie, Pac, and Dre will be a better track. Jay Smooth, I got to get your opinion on this. For me, it's all about economics. And my thing with Dr. Dre is, more than likely, there it's possible that there's going to be a sample involved. And Dr. Dre, he's not the most self-sufficient producer. So, 
a Scott Storch, Mark Batson, you know, another keyboard player, whoever might have to come in. Pharrell does all these things himself. Ooh. We already know a record with Kendrick and Future, Future exists. Mask Off Remix. remix. Yeah. <laughs> all right, every day right now. Right. We know that exists, and we know at the end of the day there's only going to be three writers credits. You only have to split the money three different ways. The market is more singles driven these days. Back in the day, I mean, you could sell a, a single by itself, but you were more like more than likely to find a single on an album. So, in my opinion, I'm I'm going with Pharrell Kendrick and and Future. I don't, you know, I'm not crazy about Future, but <laughs> economic reasons. But I trust I trust Pharrell a little bit more. And knowing Dr. Dre, the record may never come out. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, right? Honestly, <laughs> right? Honestly, Jay, what you what you think about that? I mean. It's tough. It's tough. But I'm an old school fan. You know, I like Tupac. I like Big and I love Drake. Um, I'm going to have to go with them. Okay. You know? Okay. Can't well, go wrong, though. Percocet. <laughs> Molly Percocet. <laughs> well, that'll do it for old school, new school. I see your Facebook Live. Uh, Bree said Tupac. Uh, Dead said he disagrees. The lyric statement, the lyric statement does matter. Then he said you made a great point. So, and that's the thing, man. You got to think. You got to think about the ear of the consumer. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all, but we're no longer the consumer. Okay. We 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 buy everything for the cheering. We're no longer the cheering. You get what I'm saying? Yep. The children drive the market. Do you know who actually? dictates what music sounds like middle schoolers middle schoolers determine what music sounds like because they're the ones on the internet they're the ones downloading the music we're the parents are the ones buying it but we're not the one that's driving the market with right. the ear yeah now if you can switch that question and it can go either way based on what the question is right right yeah because you can say well who would without all of this lyrically who would have the better record. Oh, it's no question. It's a, it's a two, a two versus one fight. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah, it's a two versus. I was gonna say that way. He must be finna put let let for for real pin something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> then we could talk about it. Might be in a, a little fair fight. Yeah, right. but unless if, it, if we just talking about future and um. And Kendrick and, yeah, against no Big and Bach, no, you better no. You, you got we got to yeah. throw Pharrell on there because yeah. Pharrell pin sick. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. like he can he can go with, he can go in if he get in the booth. But yeah. if you there's a lot of ways yeah. we can go with that course. But we could throw writers in there like Neo. No, nah, bro. The future, put him on. He like I said, just put him on the hook. Put him on the hook. You yeah. put him on the hook. That's, now that song gonna go right, and just let Kendrick rap Big, every period. verse. Period. <laughs> every verse. Now, I, and now Kendrick can go bar for bar with Tupac and Biggie. Let's go. Yeah. He going bar for bar with them. It sounds like we need to do that a little more and, and throw some, some three stacks up in there one night and some 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 big boy and Hey man, get a, some little Uzi Vert. Yeah. Some Yachty. Let's get a bar some pops, man. Hey man, hey listen. That was a trap right there. <laughs> you tried to trap us into giving them props. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, listen. Now we finna move. Listen, Facebook Live, everybody listen. Now we finna to get to our special guest. Once again, I've already said it before. Um 18 years in the business. Uh been selling cars for all of his half his life. Been putting people and helping people all of his life. Uh, known in the streets 
You got your car from Jay? Yeah. 3820 Lawrenceville Highway. Tucker, Georgia, 384. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we about to find out. We got some questions, some emails, and things of that nature. So, Facebook Live, introducing my main man, Jay Myrick from Jay's Used Cars. What up, what up, what up? What Everything up? Oh, good? Oh, SRT crew. There yes, you go. Sir. There you go. We ain't so, got no hand claps, G? <laughs> clap, 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 clap. There, there we go. go. Get some crowd appreciation. So, uh, <laughs> I got Jay on Facebook Live right now. And... Um, Let's go ahead and get into some of these email questions because I got them all. And the very first question is always the first question you always always get, and I'm pretty sure you get this too. Are all car business a ripoff? That's tough. You know, that's tough because it really depends on your situation. Everybody's situation is different, you know, meaning credit-wise or mileage-wise on a car or something like that. So that's what it depends on. If your credit is bad, then you're going to typically be in a bad position in buying cars. If you got good credit, then typically you can demand a little bit more, you know, in regard to a car or whatnot. So that's what, you know, that really depends on. You know, if you got cash, cash is key. You can go in there, <laughs> walk with your chest out. At the end of the day, you know, we're in the business of selling a car, you know, and some money is better than no money. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're not going to let you walk too tough in regards if you got cash, regards to a car or whatnot. All right, second question. Uh, I've said you've been in the business 18 years. The question is how and what has made Jeju's cars so successful in the business when you have seen car dealerships go and come, come and go? leave shut down and things of that nature it goes back with the question that you asked about you know Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich you know I've learned how to change with the times (laughs) you know (laughs) I mean you you know you got to think you know years ago when when the economy went really really bad and things like that when uh, they had this thing called cash for clunkers Mm -hmm. whether they were the franchise dealers and People wasn't selling their used cars through the sale. The wholesalers couldn't get used cars. You know, they were scrapping them for metal and things like that. You know, it got tough. But fortunately, you know, I'm in the subprime business. So it really didn't, you know, when it got tough for everybody, I was used to, you know, selling people with subprime credit cars. People with good credit, they were in untraded water. You know, they were like, hey, well, that interest rate is high. But their status had changed. You know, they went from a 700 score to a 500 score. So they looked at the interest rate and they were like, man, I, you know, but, you know, I'm able to just, you know, be innovative with, you know, marketing, um, lenders and stuff like that. Um, I am a dealer partner with a credit union, which is called Credit Union of Atlanta. At that time, that really, you know, helped me a lot because I was able to go in there and say, hey, you know, big hole. He, you know, he had a, you know, he had good credit. He lost a job, but now he's working again. And, you know, just not to use your business. Right, I understand. You know, uh, and tell them, you know, so it could allow him to be in a better situation. You had a little more control on the deal. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All right, question number three. 
Uh, and I think this is the probably the biggest question that everybody wants to know. Uh, is there a best way to actually buy a vehicle? Uh, yes, yes, it is a good way, a, a, a best way to buy a vehicle. Uh, in my opinion, you always purchase a used vehicle, you know, because when it goes over the corner on the street, you are going to lose some value. You are going to lose some value. Uh, if you can purchase a one-owner vehicle, uh, meaning check the auto check and the Carfax and things like that, that would greatly help you because, you know, you know the history of the car mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, typically, if you are you have the credit and you, you know, you don't want to go all through the red tape of going to a dealership, what I do at times, because I do have another location for more luxury cars, high-end cars, what I do is I broker the deal, which means um, you came to me and say, I got my own financing and things like that. I like this 2011 S550, I want it to be under 60,000 miles. Then they have off-lease sales, you know? They have off-lease sales for Nissans, Hondas, Toyotas, Infinities, Jaguars, Mercedes, BMW. They have off-lease sales, and they're here, you know? And a lot of people don't know that. We Here's the thing. Me and Jim Ellis go to the same sale. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Steve Raymond, I seen him yesterday morning. We go to the same sale. So they're not doing any more magical things on a used car than I can do. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is what it is. You know, they're being against me. I'm being against them. All right. I uh, got a question. How long should I keep a car before I trade it? Uh, typically, you know, if you're in a bad situation, you want to keep it probably about a year. About a year is a good, you know, history of payments okay. or whatnot. Because that is a question that everybody asks. Yeah. You know, when they come <laughs> in and the credit is not good. They're like, well, you know, how long do I have to keep this car? You know, and they don't even look at interest rate. Mm-hmm. Is is about what they want then. Believe it or not, you got some people that are, if they want a Dodge Challenger, they'll pay 10 years for a Dodge Challenger mm-hmm. if they can get in it, you know, and if they can afford it. That payment 250 and they interest rate are high, and they just really want that in a car, they'll do it. But about a year to answer your question, mm-hmm. you know. And then you can get out of it. Um, do you buy for the car value or do you buy for the price? Uh, for individually, individually or buy for the lot? For the individual. Individually, you want to buy for, most people buy for the price of the car. Mm-hmm. They're looking for that best deal right. or whatnot. Um, just give you an example. Uh, if you were to come to me. Jay, and, and you want to purchase a luxury car, what I'll do is, um, and I do about probably about five to ten of these a month, you come to me, I'll take you out to the sale the day before, um, whether it's a Nissan sale or Ford sale or whatever sale you choose, car you choose to buy. Uh, we'll look at the car, we'll go over your options, uh, we'll go over the price range because they have what you call an MMR, which is a Mannheim market report. So every week, or every two weeks they have that sale. So we pretty much know, you know, where the price going to come in that car right there. So I just charge you a flat rate, a fee, and then cut out all the other fees, meaning, you know, miscellaneous fees. that Hit, the bigger Hidden stores. fees. Hidden <laughs> fees, absolutely. They got now, and, and everybody probably had this. 
they got what you call a tire pressure uh, thing that you can pay. You know, the exclamation point mm-hmm. that comes up on your car. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day when we were young, it's just a valve stem. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Now they got a sensor on a wheel that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a lot of hidden things. So, so please, please explain about. to the ladies that because you you may you may see that in, in a later a lot of ladies uh, may Absolutely. freak out with that 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 little light that comes on and things of that nature. And then I think they charge what is it twenty to sixty dollars to replace it or something? Yeah, it's anywhere from forty to a hundred dollars oh. to replace. It's just a sensor. That doesn't mean that the wheel is bad. Mm-hmm. The valve stem is bad. Um, it's just, you know, a sensor that comes on that wears out over time. If you mount and balance your tire and they put an air in it. And it's unfortunately, you know, that's what the manufacturers are doing now. You know, uh, but they what they say is they want to say uh, that that sensor lets you know if your tire pressure is down or not. But your tire pressure can be fine. It's just the sensor has you gone out on the car. And, and, and a lot of women, you know, can get bamboozled by that, really. They can get bamboozled by that. Yeah. Right there. All right, man. We go. Uh, we go. Uh, we go. Take a quick break. Uh, we cleared up the first hour. We go. Uh, come back to our second hour. We're gonna finish up a couple of more questions. Then we will go jump into this NBA. You listen, to Sports Roundtable, and my main man Jay Myrick is in the building. Keep it locked. Seven to nine each and every Wednesday. Are you thinking about changing the station? You're only hurting yourself. Keep listening to Sports Roundtable on 1100 AM. You're tuned into WWE Peakville. AM 1100. Worldwide Radio Network. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Tax season is coming to a close, and if you're still looking for a new, pre-owned, or used car, look no further. Jay's Used Cars is the place to be. Jay believes your job is your credit, and no matter what your situation is, Jay will get you a car. Visit Jay's Used Cars at 3820 Lawrenceville Highway in Tucker and mention Sports Roundtable and get a 10% discount. And before you get there, go to jaysusedcars.com to check out the inventory. Jay's Used Cars, where they stack them deep and sell them cheap. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now, you can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world, including this Beasley Broadcast Group station. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Sports Roundtable. He talked about it. He said, uh, he said that when he was locked up with the handcuffs down the tunnel, they came down hollering about They had MJ on the phone. He said, if he don't have the key, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Only on the Worldwide Radio Network. Yo, what up? What we up? must be back with a new season, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Eleven hundred AM. That right. That and right. we got Tiff, hand in the building. Ho and what Coach, you now about to witness the strength of sports talk radio. Let go. Let go. I can read your mind. You know it's that time. Hold up. 
What up, what up, what up? It's Sports Roundtable. Back file number two. We're live here at the SRT Studios overlooking Atlantic Station. We got a special guest, Jay Myrick. Uh, my cousin is in the building, man. We're doing our thing. Thanks for tuning in for the first hour of the show where we talked about the Gonzalez twins. And <laughs> hey, we had a big old school, new school about Biggie Tupac versus Kendrick Lamar and Future. That could be a real discussion. I'll tell you, man, because yeah. Future going to kill the hook. I yeah. mean, that could be a real, dis- you know. I mean, you can't play future music in Seattle at the stadium. No, no, but <laughs> no, but that could be a real discussion. Or you can't wear Gucci flip flops in Seattle. <laughs> no, there are no Gucci stores. In there are Seattle. no Gucci stores in Seattle. No Gucci stores anywhere. And and honestly, I think the future in Kendrick record, especially with Pharrell producing it. I think the hook would just kill it because for that, for real, is amazing. What? And hooks. Exactly. What? <laughs> and add future to it. I mean, if we can understand what he's saying, it might be pretty good. But. Hey, now listen, if you're looking for bars, old school, you look for bars, boom bap music, that's, 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 that. that's going to be Biggie and Pop with a Dre beat. You see right. what I'm saying? But. If you're trying to go, I'm telling you, if you want to pop a Molly, go in the club, pop a bottle, <laughs> throw some money at some strippers, uh, excuse me, shoe models, and that's what you you going to want Future Pharrell and, and Kendrick. I'm telling you. And we also talked about the hot news. Talked about maybe Michael Vick getting to the Hall of Fame. and <laughs> <laughs> You ain't to laugh that hard. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So we're going to continue on with our segment with our homeboy, Jay, as he continues to tell us about how do you actually purchase a car and any car questions. So Facebook Live, if you have any questions, please go ahead and comment. If you want to call in and ask him a question personally, give us a call, 404-603-8770. If you're listening to us, I hope you listen to us on AM 1100. Or you can go to the com. I got a question. As a buyer, right? What do you suggest a buyer who has little to no credit history or bad credit? Do you suggest them to what? What should be the main thing they need to look at? The mileage, the year, or the value of the car? Really, the car. Um, what's going to be the best resale value? Because if you buying a car and you know, you know your situation. It's best to get in that car, keep it for a year, hope that, you know, and, and know that that car, and by the year time when it's value, you know, yeah. a good trade-in value to get out of it. Okay. You know, because you don't want to keep any car a long time. But, for instance, if you're buying a a Chevy Sonic, you're going to get hosed on that car from day one. <laughs> but if you're buying a Toyota Avalon, then you know that resale value. It's gonna be a little bit better. Okay, so the, and know. that's kind, and that's I'm great, glad you because that's kind of what I wanted to ask. I probably 
So it's better to buy a, a a better car for someone with worse credit than just getting in what you can get in. Well, and that's the bad thing about, you know, credit. You know, you can get in what you want to get in if you got the money. But most people with bad credit don't, don't have the money. down payment to get what they want to get in to put them in a be- better situation. You can look at it like this. In getting in the car, you know, you want to trade out it until you get the best interest rate. You know, I think that's <laughs> all the time. Right. You know, it's called beating the system. You're in this car a year. Okay, if I get this car a year, and I get that question a lot, I'm in this car a year, can I get out of it yet? Yeah, if you pay on time and do some things to fix your credit, mm-hmm. you know, then you're going to trade out of it. Now, will you have to put some more money down? Yes, but your interest rate should be gradually going, going down. down. You should get a better rate because some lender going to look at it and say, they pay, you know, on time and they did this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So they'll give you an opportunity to get a better interest rate then. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now I, I can vouch for this. And I think um, one of the things, going back to the question of what makes Jay's call to be successful, is, you know, I myself and, and, and you have always valued relationships right. in teaching and, and educating. And I think that's one great thing that even going to Jesus cause, you educate the people and let them know what's ahead. Right. You know, you're not just trying to sell the car just to get your numbers up, yeah. as, as they say in the car business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smooth soul cars. That's why you laughing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you understand. So yeah. explain to people how important it is to go to someone as a referral because we 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 rep it all the time you know you get 10 percent off go to jay's calls because it's the relationship that you build that i'm sending you to that's that he's going to educate you you not just go sell a car and you feel like you lost so kind of explain how that works for you what i do is uh when people come in there and i tell my sales reps all the time you know let's let's put them in the best situation they can be in you know because Years ago, man, I, I tell this story to customers and I tell it to everybody that worked for me. I never forget it. I think it was about 15, about 16 years ago, I put a young lady that in a car. She was on fixed income. And she said, I need my payment to be $300. Not 301 not 315 <laughs> I needed to be $300. And, you know, that's all I can pay so in talking to her, I had a partner, and I sat there, and I had just got in the business, and I listened to him. And anyway, he sold a lady on a three fifteen payment. When she got that three fifteen payment, in six months, she brought the car back because she she just couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. And what I try to tell, you know, the sales reps, because in, in selling cars, of course, they're just trying to get paid, and I understand that. But put them in the payment. Let's, I, I, I'm, I'm great at looking at a, a DTI. The debt to income. Mm-hmm. See how they budget. I know they rent eight hundred. I know they, you know, they phone bill is a hundred. I know the water bill is this. I know the light bill is this. So I pretty much, you know, would like interview the customer and say, it seems like all you can afford is a two seventy five payment. Exactly. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they say. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. all that. Uh, you know, no more than three. Mm-hmm. But I know that, you know, that three may be pushing it or whatnot. But it, you you got to look at their D, DTI when you're looking at it. You know what I'm saying? To get them in the best possible position they can be in, man. Because 
you know, when, you know, I've had bad credit years and years ago. I've been a first time buyer years and years ago. Um, and you know, I had to pay to get my credit. I had to, you know, buy my credit back or whatnot. Uh, we do have people that fix credit legitimately, mm-hmm. you know, there's no 30 days and, you know, you know, mm-hmm. come back on. They got a lot of those people out there. We do use a, a, a credit counseling, you know, service that's really good. And um, they they do it the right way uh, or whatnot. And I teamed up with them to do some. And at the credit union, you know, that gives them an opportunity to get a better interest rate, to get better, you know, that gives credit cards, that not high interest rates, things like that. Because that's what it's all based upon in the in the car business when you're buying a car the credit you want to get the best deal but the best interest rate you know you know you you got less to pay back and i'm gonna tell you one thing with the credit union of atlanta i've i've been doing this you know 18 years i hadn't seen a used car any lender that's giving a a, a, a interest rate of 1.99 on mm-hmm. on a used car you know you can buy a new car and can't you know, the, in, the the manufacturer won't give that type of rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to have the credit, but on a used car, yeah. you can go in there and get a 1.99 rate at eight, in 84 months. You know, when your payment will be really low and you can still live mm-hmm. and do some things like that. Yeah, so and the interest gotta, ain't that high. Either. Yeah, and yeah. we got a lot of good things going. You know, going on. I got a, uh, of course, the caveman said, are, are you giving away a car today? So. <laughs> <laughs> so, But I do see Ed on there. He told me to explain what gap insurance is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do, yes. I, I do see Ed, and I will, you know, address that. Go ahead. You um, go, ahead go ahead and get into that. Gap insurance is a one-time fee, you know, when you're purchasing your car, that they'll put in your car loan. And what happens is if you have an accident in your car, and you're upside down in your car, then that one-time fee of gap takes over and pays the lender the rest of the money. So you, you, I, I strongly suggest everybody get gap, especially in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, you, you definitely get. Gap. Yeah, I got, I got, I got uh, uh, two of them, and uh, one is it sounds like when he was talking about the DTI to debt to income ratio, it sounds like it's it's, it's very important. To go to a dealership where you can have a personal relationship, like a Jay's used cars, who can sit down with you and who cares about how much your light bill is, <laughs> who cares about how much your rent is, because at, at, at most of these wholesale dealerships, they just want they look at your credit, they look at your credit score, and they go off of that. They really don't care about your extenuating circumstances. You see, so I, I well, I guess that was more of a statement. I see why it's more beneficial for an individual. To go to a a, a, a Jay's cars more than a Ivory Chevrolet, <laughs> not to put them on blast. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But but also, I've been hearing a lot about CPNs. Mm-hmm. Are CPNs legit or are they not? They're if you're doing it the right way, they are legit. But so many people that's doing it, mm-hmm. they're not legit. It's legit. Mm-hmm. And for the audience to know what a CPN is, it's just a creative way to give you another social security number, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and have a high credit score. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a business line of credit. I mean, you can do it the right way in a business line of credit. You you, you go in the bank and just, you, you got to have all your information, your tax records and mm-hmm. stuff like that, your banking information to get it legitimately. 
but you know, <laughs> most of the time it's, it's yeah. usually not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, All right, this is uh, go ahead, Jay. Well, Jay, I want to ask you this: How is it that you and your your sales force, your team, how does how is it that you have those realistic conversations? Because you know, obviously, you you alluded to it earlier. A lot of customers come in, they have these champagne dreams, champagne taste, and they only they're working off a of Kool Aid budget. <laughs> so you have you have to have those conversations with them. You know, you can only afford a two hundred dollar payment, two hundred two seventy five, right. which is going to get you that Chevy Aveo, that right. that Nissan Versa with you know with the <laughs> the, the manual windows, the manual locks. <laughs> but they want the Challengers and the Lexuses, the, the Mercedes. How, how is it that you have those conversations with the with the customer? Um, I've with the staff. You know, I, I I explain it to the staff once I look at their whole profile or whatnot. And, you know, then they go ahead and, and just, you know, relay that to them. They, they relay it to them and let them know that, you know, hey, this is what we feel is going to put you in the best situation possible. That right there, you know, and they understand that, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, just explaining it to them because nobody's going to tell them. Mm-hmm. You know, right. a lot of people tell them, hey, this is what you need to do. And this is what you, you know, and that's just to sell a car mm-hmm. or whatnot. So you, you get that a lot, you know, you know, from a lot of people. But I've been there so long. I sell cars to so many different people, people with bad credit, people with good credit. Now, I just don't sell cars to people with, you know, bad credit. Mm-hmm. I ship cars all over the country, athletes, entertainers, doctors, lawyers, dentists. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a wide, you know, range of clientele and people that I know and things like that, you know. Right. I need an Audi, man. <laughs> I need an Audi, Jay. <laughs> hey, let's finish up and uh, with Jay and uh, Jay Taylor. Everybody, at, at least what you got going on, because I know you got the luxury line going on. You got a, a cash car rental going on. Also, director of uh, marketing with Big Boy Cigars. So you got your hands in a lot of uh, everything. So go ahead and uh, let everybody know um, what you got going on, how they can reach you, uh, how they can contact you. And just let them know, hey, you you here to help? Yeah, what we're doing is, man, we we I got so much going on, <laughs> uh, and I get excited by talking about it because you know we talk every Thursday, exactly. You know, and um, yeah, I do got the cash car rentals. Uh, you know, my whole business is motto is 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 generated around those that got challenge credit. You know, like you know. You got people that want to go on vacation, too, that don't have a credit card. Mm. Yep. You know, they make the money, but they want to go to Florida or Destin or Panama City and, and, and do things with their families and whatnot. So I came up with a way to have a cash card rental, uh, which you pay a cash deposit, and then you pay up front, and then you're able to rent you a car. Mm. You know, um, we got that, and we definitely got, you know, we definitely got this big boy cigar thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we gonna blow one after the show? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we definitely got that going on, man. And and we're I mean we're so excited, you know. I think we we you know we all get excited oh, when yeah. we Absolutely. when we talk about the big boy cigars. The latest venture that I've you know stepped into because I sell so many athletes' cars, uh, and that's behind the scenes. Uh, I'm shipping them everywhere, and they know me, you know, because I get a lot of referrals from um, 
the financial advisors and sports agents. You know, they they refer me because I've been doing business with them and doing good business so long. They, um, you know, I, I ship them everywhere, but I'm getting into sports management now on that side of it. And uh, that's really exciting, you know, to me because I'm a fan. I love sports, all sports. You know, I'm one of the few black men that like tennis and play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I, I mean, you know, Harris and I came up in an era where, man, we that's all we did. You know, that's all we did. That kept us out of trouble. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. That absolutely. kept us out of trouble, and, and, and it's really, you know, exciting to get in that arena on the sports management side. I love what you guys doing. You know, it's exciting to me. I'm getting chills. <laughs> you know, D. Will and him, you know. <laughs> Jay stepping in for Steve, man. I mean, yeah. this is what's up. Yeah, it's man. Like, I know it's like your dream. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, so. yeah this, 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 this been a, it, you know, um, it's like birthing a baby. Yeah. You know, um, you know, to, to watch it flourish and things of that nature. Uh-huh. But more than anything, uh, knowing that you believed in it, you know, yeah. we talked about it and knowing that you believed in it and, and gave me your, you know, your your opinion about it and you gave me the the confidence to say, hey, go follow your dream, do what you need to do. So uh, with that being said, I, I want to tell you that D. Will will be a great contact for you with the sports management because he okay. he really is locked in okay. and his brother is big time in, 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 in Alabama coaching as well as too cool. uh, down in uh, the Gump. So make sure y'all go, exchange... Baby. Exchange okay, numbers and, and definitely, you know, continue to add to that circle. I need that Audi, Jay. Yes, sir. <laughs> I need eighty six. Exactly. <laughs> so take it to the Audi sale. <laughs> there you go. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into um, some 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 sports now. I want you to hang around and let's talk okay. some sports now since we've gotten all of that out of the, out all of right. the way. Uh, so listeners, Facebook folks, I know now you know now why I send you. To Jay's used cars, cause he teaches you, educates you about everything that needs to go on about the car, and it makes you feel like family. So that's why we always send you to Jay's used car. But now it is time to get into the roundtable discussion. The roundtable discussion. What are we talking about? Hit it. <laughs> hey, roundtable discussion. Yeah. Sponsored by Big Boy Cigars. If you want a good, easy, smooth stick, please holler at me. Go to Facebook.com slash Big Boy Cigars. Please go to there. You can contact me on Messenger, Big Boy Cigars. And want to mention that the 8th Annual Cigar Retreat will be at Onyx June 30th. Please come out and support Big Boy Cigars because we are sponsoring that event Hang out with me, Jay, and my main man, Cigar Mike, and the rest of the big boy crew in the circle. We, as we do our thing, June 30th, 3 to 8 o'clock p.m., we're having a day party, so make sure you are there. Look like we got a call. We got a call, G? Somebody on the phone? We good? I can't wait till June 30th. There you yeah. go. See All right, look like, I'm trying to see Look like we got a call. Uh, who's this? This is Tracy. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, and yourself? I'm great. You got a, you got a uh, question for Jay? 
Well, just want to, you know, give Miss Propson for helping out, you know, my family member that had the, um, that was getting a run around from these different dealerships, <laughs> <and the> co-signer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate and, uh, He was able to get him in the car. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember I that. that, Tracy. Thank so, uh, so, uh, what was the, what was the, 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 the problem that she was having as far as getting the car? She didn't have the credit. She had she had the money for a down payment, had the job, but just probably the first time making an auto purchase. And um, they just wanted her to have a, a co-signer. And, of course, you know, people don't, don't, don't want to co-sign for you. And, of course, she wanted to be able to establish on her own. And so that's what she wanted to do. And, you know, was just getting a little discouraged. Yeah. Okay. So you sent over to Jay. And Jay of took care of things. There you go. Oh, yes, definitely. I appreciate that too, Tracy. Thank you. All right, Tracy. Y'all, uh, t- tell her. Uh, give us. Give us your opinion about the, the 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 series. Did you did you did you enjoy the series? Did you are you enjoying KD in his 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 his, his finally getting the ring, or are you sad for LeBron? Well, the series was great. Um, not sad for LeBron. He got what he wanted and uh, when he got it. So that's fine. I'm happy for KD and, you know, that he finally got what he wanted as well. So I guess if LeBron can move someplace to get a ring, so can KD. So, Ooh, you know. <laughs> shots fired. Oh, you just started it over here. Oh. All right, Tracy, thanks for calling in. My main girl, Tracy, calling in uh, with the Sports Roundtable. And we're about to move into uh, speaking to KD. The first question is, how does Russ feel? Uh, D. Will, how do you think Russ, Russell? I see Russell Westbrook sitting up in his mansion with his beautiful wife and his baby, looking at the TV with some Capri cutoffs with holes in them. With a T-shirt with the shoulder out, looking like Lil Uzi Vert, saying that's cute, that's real cute. I don't think he cares. Really? I really don't think Russell Westbrook gives two cents that KD won a ring. You know what Russell Westbrook cares about? I want my ring. I want my ring because in uh, a few days when they have this overhyped, irrelevant award show for the NBA on the twenty-sixth. He's going to get the MVP. And he's not going to care about that. I don't think Russell Westbrook cares about anything but <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just to keep it real. Jay, how you how you think Russ feel right now? You know, it's always hard to guess how another man feels about anything. But if I'm Russell Westbrook, I would be pissed because <laughs> the same guy who has otherworldly abilities, this guy went to another team, and that should be Russell Westbrook's championship. Mm. They should have won this year. I mean, they, they were up 3-1 last year. Mm-hmm. They should have closed the deal. Who knows if they would have gone on to beat Cleveland or not. Who knows? But the way they team looked this year, especially without him on the court, they looked horrible. So, it's it's really hard to say, but I think Russell Westbrook. I, I think he feels a certain way. He should. I mean, this guy bolted. I mean, he left and went somewhere else, and now he has a championship. Katie's pretty smart, in my he's, opinion. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's pretty smart, in my opinion. Jay, but. Jay how you think Russell feels right now? 
I think he's bitter. <laughs> I think he's bitter, in my opinion. I think he's really bitter because I think that he felt betrayed. And he think that he thought that they were gonna do it and win it together. Uh, I think he, I think he's bitter, man. But his heart is broken. I know that. Hey, hey, big, big H.O., Let me. You're a coach, and whenever one of your players made a mistake, and the first thing they said was, "I thought I was supposed to do this." What you tell them? Why you don't know? No. Stop thinking. <laughs> Stop thinking. Yeah. If Russell Westbrook thought that him and KD had something cohesive, that's Russell Westbrook's fault. That ain't KD's fault. Don't think. Don't assume. Don't assume anything. They should have beat when they were up 3-1 last year, they should have closed out Golden State. Oh, yeah. For good. for KD for that happening, he can't fault KD for leaving. If I was Russell Westbrook, I would sit back and be like, no, I don't even really blame you, bro. Because you saw what he played with this year. They wasn't winning no championship with KD there this year. They didn't have the pieces. Right. So you you sit back and say, when I had the opportunity in 2012 and last year, I didn't close the deal. So you can't be mad at that, man. IG, um, do you think Durant ring is cheapened by the move? No, not at all. I mean, just because he was a free agent, like the circumstances, people try to use the circumstances to make it seem like it doesn't really count. But LeBron teamed up with two other all-stars and they went two for four. Um, And the way that the Lakers had their teams in the 80s, they kind of lucked up and back to some things like, okay, they got they already had Kareem. But they needed to build the team around him. So somehow they got the number one pick and got Magic Johnson. They got the number one pick after winning a championship. They got James Worthy. (laughs) (laughs) They were able to sign some free agents. They got they eventually got Michael Thompson and Bob McAdoo on their team. Byron Scott. Michael Cooper. They traded for Byron Scott. They drafted Michael Cooper, I think. So they were able to to build their teams and and you know, a lot of those guys were making all star teams. So if people still have a problem now with the way Kevin Durant, the way he went about it or whatever. Okay. So you need to petition the NBA to get rid of free agency and players have to stay with the team that drafted them forever. So we're going to see <laughs> Anthony Davis suffer in new Orleans forever. Right. And we're going to see, um, who else is on a sorry team right now? Everybody. <laughs> Demarcus cousin down there with him. Yeah, you can, you can only move to another team by trade. You can't go somewhere else by your own free will. So, um, no, it doesn't count because they still had to do it. I mean, just because it looked like on paper they were going to do it, they still had to go out there and make it happen. And and, and I know it, it, it's kind of on subject also, the super team. Do you know what G just named with the Lakers? Super team. Go back to the Boston Celtics in the 80s. Super team. Let's talk about Boston Celtics in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Super team. Let's talk about the Lakers that lost seven times to those Boston Celtics. Super team. So why do we all of it? Michael Jordan in the 90s. Super team. Okay, so you're telling me that you got an issue with a super team today and, oh, I don't want to see Golden State and Cleveland in the finals every year. Who wants to see the same team play every I, – if I recall, I think the Bulls made it six years – Six out of ten six years. Eight. Six out of eight. Six out of eight. Uh, the Lakers went nine times in the 80s. They only went one year not making the finals. Boston Celtics went, what, six? 
or six or seven times to the finals in the 80s. So I'm, so what are we talking about? I think practice. I think it's the, I think is if it wasn't the team that beat them, I think it'll 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 take take the gas off a little bit. But hey, it it is what it is, and he yeah, got a ring. You got to also consider, like you were saying, like people don't want to see Cleveland go to state every year. This is the most watched finals in almost twenty years. Thank you. Everybody so tuned somebody in. was watching it. And I'm listening. If you want to talk about in the '80s, the Magic and Bird dynamic made the finals. What was the one dynamic we loathed for in the early 2000s that we never got? LeBron versus Kobe. Right. Everybody wanted LeBron versus Kobe. Now we got LeBron versus Durant. That's the same dynamic. If if anybody can sit in here on this air, on this line, online, and tell me Kevin Durant's not the second best player in the world, who is? Some would say Kawhi. Some would say that don't don't the, say it. We're not even gonna go there. The torch was being passed. In the final, how he had so much fire to light his torch. <laughs> how many more lighters you need? <laughs> it's LeBron's fault that all, that all this happened, though. Yeah, it is. If he didn't step over Draymond Green, and if Draymond Green didn't retaliate, yep, the whole event set off a chain reaction of everything that followed. Right, well, KD would have never gone. Huh? Yeah, some people believe that like KD was going to the Warriors no matter what happened, or they nah. were trying. The okay. So like this, the GM for the Warriors and their and their front office, they were going after Kevin Durant no matter what. If they won the championship, they're still going to try to get Durant. If they didn't win, they're still going to try to get Durant because why not? Yeah, you won the championship. Oh, we don't we don't want Kevin Durant. We're going to be too good. I don't think anybody <laughs> in the front office was thinking that. That's what I was. That's like the Bulls saying, uh, "We're not going to get Dennis Rodman, man. That's going to put us over the top." Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They acting like Jordan didn't go after Rodman. Like Rodman just appeared up in, in like he just fell out of the sky. You know what? I'm going to Chicago this year. Well, now one thing about this is is that when you look at this closely, Durant left to go to Golden State. But Golden State needed him more than he needed Golden Ooh, State. Yes. Preach. Absolutely. Preach. Because they're not winning without Durant. Absolutely. No. <laughs> so why don't Golden State get some flack for going after a player that is potentially that could be their rival? You see what I'm saying? But what's what's the problem with them wanting to sign him? Oh, wait. They that, could that, afford that, him. Right, so why? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Just because it doesn't like. It doesn't look good to right, any purists exactly. or people who hate free agency. What's the what's the problem? Like they don't like they won seventy three games and they still, still needed, wanted to get they, Kevin. They, they still wanted Durant. him. They exactly. still needed him. How so dumb is how dumb do these people sound to say you should he he his his Reggie Miller? I'm gonna call him out. Reggie Miller said that <laughs> that Kevin Durant scarred his legacy for cheap jewelry. So, so, this is someone coming, who does not have. There, there you go. <laughs> this is somebody who go. does not have any jewelry, calling it cheap. Yeah. So you mean to tell me you're you're satisfied with your career, staying in Indiana instead of swallowing your pride and be like, I can't beat Michael Jordan. I will not beat Michael Jordan. Hey, Mike, you mind if I come over here and ball with you? Right. What's the where 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 is the I'm gonna tell you, them old school, the old school players, they got too much pride. Yeah, it's it's the same thing with hip hop. 
old school hip hop heads hate new school music. They hate the young kids. You you go you, go listen to Joe Budden talk. He hate Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Yachty, <laughs> but Lil Yachty just made thirteen million in sixteen months. Okay, he never make money like that. Reggie Miller never made money in free agency the way Kevin Durant just did. He was never able to make the move. So it's coming from a point of jealousy, but it's also coming from a point of ego. You want to say you did it your way, but guess what you didn't do? You didn't win. You didn't win. I think what you could also consider is that players like Reggie Miller, Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, no one, they're not, they, yes, they are Hall of Famers, but by Charles these Barkley. younger fans, add Charles Barkley to that too. All, these Hall of Famers aren't going to be looked at the same way by younger people as they would look at Durant because. Like we would, we could see it. We know how great those players were, and they didn't win a championship. Right. But with Durant, he's going to be looked at differently if he didn't win a championship. He right. may have better numbers than those guys, but he's going to catch more hell because he didn't win a championship. All right, I got a good question. I'm going to start off with Jay with this one. How much credit should Mark Jackson get with this team and the way that they have been winning? In your opinion, I mean, I really don't think that. I mean, I don't really think that he should. I mean, he gets some credit, but you got to give Steve Kerr some credit. I mean, look what he did with the gel another team. Um, to answer your question, I don't think a lot of people are bitter because they felt that he built the team, mm-hmm. uh, but he didn't build the whole team. Okay, you know. Uh, because Steve Kerr has done a great job, man, due to, you know, how he did it. Circumstances. You know, and classy, too. Jay, how do you feel about and Mark Jackson? How much credit does he get for just the team itself and the way that it's uh, constructed today? Just to, to add to Jay's point, he does deserve some credit for helping establish that foundation. And he played a part in molding who – and earlier, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, who they eventually became. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Jay simply because Steve Curry, he brought a different mindset. He was able to expand what they do offensively, which which in turn has created the, the monster that they are. <laughs> yeah. And Mark Jackson, you know, no disrespect to him. He's, he's old. He's due some credit. But I don't think they would have ascended to the level that they're at now. If he was still on the bench, mm. that's just that's just my opinion. G, would you would you? He, I mean, he gets some credit, I guess, for the development of Steph and Clay, but not Draymond. He would not play Draymond all that much. Steve Kerr put him in the starting lineup, started him over David Lee, and that and with what Draymond can do, because. We thought with, with Mark Jackson, maybe they were a few years away. But then Steve Kerr comes in, first year, they win a championship because of he, he changed the offense about movement and you have Draymond who could who is your point forward and can guard all five positions. He was like with Draymond being the glue and putting him in the starting lineup. That changed everything for Golden State. So I can't give Mark Jackson credit for that if he didn't put the guy in the game. Will, what happens to Cleveland now? Do they? How do they bounce back? Or can they bounce back? 
uh, as currently constructed, they will never beat Golden State. Okay. Okay. Now, there is a couple of names out there. Okay. All right. If he's unable to get one of his banana boat friends to come to Cleveland, <laughs> all right. If he can't get nobody off the banana boat to come, but he can persuade a Jimmy Butler or a Paul George to touch down in Cleveland, because both both of those guys are Jimmy Butler will be a, both of them will be free agents next year. So for them to be able to get something for them. Their prospective teams, they had to get rid of them by the trade deadline. So if they can land a Jimmy Butler or Paul George type, we're talking a different story. But as currently constructed, they have no shot to beat Golden State. How many more rings can Golden State win? Because I heard somebody say they can. No, it was E4 that said they can get 10. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. But how many do you think they can get, Jay? With what you've seen with the monster that they got now, right now, I mean, it's you know, it's it's still early because we haven't seen the draft, we haven't seen free agency, but but right now, I honestly see them winning the next three to five championships at least, and it you know it could be more, and you know, injuries coming to play, you never know what could happen on a year to year basis, but the sky's the limit, and Katie's all. He's already said that he's willing to take less money to make sure Eagle Dollar and Steph or whoever else are set. 32, $32 million a year is less money. Okay. okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, there's no telling. I mean, like D said, as they're currently constructed, Golden State, I don't see anybody else beating them. I, I do have a suggestion. I, I hate to say it, but – I think, and I, I hate to say it because this is this is my boy. I think Marcus All. I think Cleveland should make a run at Marcus All. Yeah. And but do you think piece. that puts them over the top to beat Golden State because that is totally contradicting what Golden State does well? I think Marcus All in another piece. Now you know Mark shoots the three now. He does, but he also slows down the game, and well, that's what they had an issue with. Like you, I, I agree. Here's the thing about the NBA: you only got a 24 second shot clock. So this myth of let's slow the game down to limit possessions is impossible because it's only a twenty-four second shot. You gotta shoot the ball every twenty-four seconds. Well, you know, you know, Memphis played faster this year. They and did. You can run, you can run plays through Mark Gasol, i.e., the way Golden State does with Draymond Green. Man, you just trying to fit Memphis in this conversation. <laughs> no, I mean, good, I mean, Gasol is better than Tristan Thompson. Much. Kevin Love better. Iman Shumpert, I think they could move all three of them. Kevin Love, that's a toss up, but I feel you. I, to me, I think Gasol is more bankable than Kevin Love. I think Gasol is going to show up in bigger moments as opposed to a Kevin Love. That's debatable. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but because I, I believe Kevin Love gets the Chris Bosh. He's the third wheel, and he's the one. He's the whipping boy. When it doesn't go right, they gonna whip him. You see what I'm saying? The whipping boy in Miami was boy. Chalmers. He was, but. but you see what I'm saying? He he's the he's he's the Chalmers of the media for Cleveland. When things don't go right, they blame Kevin Love because they know his potential. They know how good he is, so he should be better. But it's kind of hard to be better when the two other people on your team are so ball dominant. I agree, Jay. How many how many you think Golden State can get? 
as constructed now, and if KD does what he says he's willing to do, probably about three. Because you got some kids that's coming into the league that's going to be real good, you know, coming out of college and stuff. But, man, they are juggernaut. Lakers are coming back. <laughs> Lakers are coming back. We're going to get Paul George and Lonzo Ball. <laughs> G, what you? How many I you made that sound real exciting. Don't miss the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think if uh, if they continue to, they're going to have to continue to retool the bench. Uh, I, I feel like David West, he should retire now. I mean, what, oh, what's, he's he's, what's he? What's he still hanging around for? Right. I mean, this this is what he came. He came to Golden State to win a championship. He got it. Uh, but they should. They need to continue to retool their bench and build around those four players. If uh, if they're going to develop McCaw and Clark and I don't know what they're going to do with McAdoo. It's been three years. He doesn't get in the game. Then they got Ke- Kevin Looney today. That Ke- today. Yeah, Looney. Keevan. Uh, he, was, he was hurt. Keevan. Yeah. Uh, I think he was hurt, but if, if they want to use him. So continue to develop those players and, maybe, and retool the bench a little bit. Um, I, they could win at least the next three. Five is kind of pushing it. But it's still possible. But so I'm going to say at least three, the next three. You said three. You said three. J- Jay said three also. And you said three. So if everybody said they can win the next three, so you're saying they're fixed, They're about to win five out of the next six? Five out of six. Look, look, LeBron James is still in the NBA, correct? Look, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. But look. he made his owner spend a lot of money. Yeah. They're over the luxury tax a lot. They're gonna have. They're going Cleveland's got to make some moves just to get back to the they're finals not, they're, this year. Oh man, uh, no! Nah. If Cleveland comes back, it, man, nobody's beating Cleveland in the East. So, well, let me ask you this though. I mean, after next year, if they don't win, Cleveland does LeBron stay or leave? Leaves. I don't see him leaving Cleveland again. He's going to one of those LA teams. Yeah. See the thing. The reason I say LeBron is not going to an LA team is because he doesn't need the market. Most players of high caliber that go to those that goes to a big market like a Melo going to New York or Amari Stoudemire at the time going to New York is because they need the market. LeBron doesn't need the market. He can be a billionaire from Cleveland. You see what I'm saying? So, and he's good enough to persuade somebody to come to Cleveland. He probably gonna end up in the league. <laughs> well, let's let's look at it this way. I think next year is a foregone conclusion. I think we can all agree upon that. The yeah, Warriors are gonna win next year, but summer eighteen, LeBron James can opt out of his contract. Correct. Right, yeah. Paul, and George, Paul George and Russell Westbrook and correct? Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler. So I think that's when you might see significant change, and it could limit the Warriors to only one championship if. The team is constructed right. I agree. A new team. Now, and if they, if they, and if those guys move west, um, I don't understand what you say. Like, I don't know if LeBron would move west because that would be more talent. He have he'll have to go through. He mm-hmm. has stayed in the East where he's basically dominated the last seven years. So he may go to another Eastern team, but it, he, I think he wants to play for Magic Johnson. Now this is Boogie this, too, right? Yeah, uh, oh, Boogie's um, up too. Yeah, yeah. Boogie up in eighteen. Now this is the caveat with that is. Now he's always being compared to Jordan and Kobe, at least the ring part, right? Mm-hmm. Winning a ring in Cleveland is almost like winning two rings, right? Mm-hmm. 
you know what would and you know LeBron is a is a is a is a thinker ahead you know ahead of the game thinker what would it say to the history of basketball if one of the icons Mount Rushmore guys wins a championship in three different cities it's impressive I, I think that's something that would will never be done again if LeBron does. You, you, you see my point? He could be the only the, time player to win to go to three teams and win. win three. Th- Nobody else has done that. Robert Ory. Robert Ory. Well, no, he's not uh, at the same level. Yeah, well, I talking about but, iconic players. Yeah, I mean, right. Kareem did it with two teams. Yeah. Wilt did it with two teams. teams. That's so. it. Think, think, think about the effect. Think, now, you, you you don't think you don't think LeBron knows this? No, he knows it. He's a historian. Do you do, do you think so? How much pressure is taken off of him with the three and five situation? Yeah, with the losses. The losses you see what are I'm erased. Saying? So now, that. so he can even go to a new team and lose. That's my point. As long so, as he wins so, one. So the thing is, you Michael sets you down by saying, "Okay, I got six. If LeBron can say I got three with three different teams, that says a lot. Yeah, that says a lot. And and, and especially if he continues to go to the finals every single year, he's yeah. he's seven in a row already, working on eight. So you tell me he goes back next year, that's eight. Then he goes somewhere else to the Lakers and he gets there two more. You talking about he went to the, to the finals ten times out of what seventeen years? That would be insane. And then if he wins one, with yeah, he going to the Lakers. Mm. At some point, he's going to end up in the Lakers with Paul George and Lonzo Ball. Russell Westbrook. Go ahead, Jay. Here's the thing about LeBron, and he can change his game. He can he can be a four man. He don't have to oh, have yeah. the ball, so he can play longer than most and be effective. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. LeBron has I, I agree with you, Jay, because LeBron has yet to have to change his game yeah. to be successful. Like everybody know when Mike came back, Mike went to the post. Exactly. He was no longer Air Jordan, he was fadeaway Jordan. Yeah. You see what I'm mean? LeBron, even Kobe. He, Kobe went from eight to twenty four. Eight and twenty four were two different Kobe's. Yeah. All right. LeBron has yet to have to change his game. He hadn't had to strictly go to the post to just bully ball. He can still he's still more athletic than everybody on the court. He's still the fastest person on the court. So I see the I'm be honest, LeBron has another five years of dominance. Like, not just a good player. Yeah, he better um, leave Cleveland then because he get he can't play he can't he cannot continue to play at that pace with those men is in Cleveland if the right people are not with him. Because off the court Let's think about LeBron during the regular season, though. How did he have? He didn't have to exert a lot of energy during the regular. They season. had ten days off before they even faced. Is it ten, was it ten or seven or something like that? Except they had seven. Seven days off before they even played in the final. That's my point. So he's getting ample rest, and if he continues to stay in Cleveland, he's going to continue to rule the East. So he's going to continue to sweep teams. He's going to continue to play less games in the final in the playoffs. Well, like they're they're building their team the. The Cavs have to – they changed their team to match the Warriors. They were like, we're going to play like them. But they really it, – it, in the end, it didn't work out for them. So I think all the moves Cleveland's going to make is they're worried about beating Golden State in the finals. That's what they have to focus on right now. Because as far as the East goes, no matter who Boston gets, no matter what small forward they get, 
it's going to be Cleveland in the finals next year, but they're going to be worried about how do we beat that team right now. So I think that's that's what they have. How to do they right beat now. I just don't see with with their salary situation. I just don't stand how understand how they can maneuver and make moves to get better. Where, they have they have to trade. I, I said they got to trade love and, pa- and package Shumpert and Nobody Thompson them. with yeah. them. Nobody wants or them. trade Kyrie for Chris Paul and some, make some kind of package there. Yeah. They got to put something. Nobody wants Shump or or Tristan. Tristan make eighty two well, and Shump of, is just. Of course, trash. they don't want him, but yeah, you got to give them Love or Irving. Love you has throw to go. One of those guys on there. Love has to go because when you think about a player like Melo or one of these banana um, boat players or somebody like. The way you make it happen is you package it for love and whatever else, right? But you have to get that prior team to pay the majority of that salary. And they're going to have to come to Cleveland on a veteran's minimum $1.5 to $5 million a year. Yeah, uh, Rich Mello's is not doing that. Go. Yeah, that's a lot of them ain't but, doing that. But I'm saying if you get Mello, if you get New York to pay the rest of Mello's contract, what they would have to do in a sign and trade, then you can make that happen. But will Melo take know if a one? Melo makes that much of a difference in with this because defensively he's gonna be a liability and he's more of a spot up shooter at this point. Um I mean he can go one on one sometimes. I agree, Melo would be a downgrade from Kevin Love. Yeah. And, and you you'd rather have Paul George or or, or Jimmy Butler who is at least younger. And I, But if I'm Indiana or Chicago, I'm not trading either one of them for Kevin Love. Yeah, that's crazy. But listen, this is what we're going to do next week. We ain't get to it. But we go, we go create our own super team. Wait till that uh, superhero gets here and, and create, our, create our own super team to see how we can put together a team, five starters and three bench players, to see if we could possibly beat the Warriors with our super team. Does it have to be within the salary cap? Uh, I mean, we can decide that because it's that's a little too technical, man. Yeah, that that'll that'll be a little. But it's more realistic. True. Yeah, we can we can probably do both. Let's do both. Yeah, we can probably do inside both. the salary cap. Whew. Whew. No, two K rules override trades is turned on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Listen, uh, as you already know, it's time to go when you hear that sound and it's. Always goes faster than you want it to go because it is so enjoyable to do this each and every Wednesday. So I want to shout out uh, Jay for coming through, showing some love and dropping knowledge. But if y'all didn't get it tonight, I don't know what it'll take because he dropped <laughs> some knowledge tonight. Y'all missed it. Yeah, y'all missed it. Jay dropped that knowledge about how to get cars tonight, baby. So he's been in 18 years. So want to thank Jay for coming through, dropping the knowledge. Thank the SRT crew for always putting it down. Jay, thank you for coming in. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. You know, enjoyed and, it. You enjoyed it. Loved it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jay Smooth, thank you for uh for coming in and filling in. Of, of course, always. And uh Hancock, we miss you, baby. Uh so and thanks, thanks for uh for Tracy calling in. She she caught she she said she was gonna call in with a testimony. Yeah. You know, so she probably left church to do it too. Yeah, but uh Jay, go ahead and give your shout outs, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh thank my my team back at Jay's. There you go. I thank for everybody viewing and, and, and watching in tonight. Um and I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all inviting me. Yeah. I like what y'all got going on, man. I gotta come back. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Check it out, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it. All right, smooth. What you got for the shots out? Uh thanks, the entire crew. 
everybody who who's out there listening. We appreciate it. Hope you guys keep coming back every week. I'm a loyal fan myself. I listen <laughs> every week at work. Great reviews, man. There yeah, they go. get a text from me every week. But uh, thank you guys, HM3. I always pre- appreciate you inviting me on. So Absolutely. Thank you. All right, G. Uh, thanks to everybody listening. Uh, thank you for, um, yeah, just for listening. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom and dad for listening uh, every week. And, um, yeah, that's it. D. Harrow, what up? Uh, shout out to everybody who tuned in on my Facebook Live, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. And uh, y'all already know, man, follow me on social media at I am Coach K9. That's I am Coach K as in King and the number nine. And also follow my uh, T-shirt page, man, and go buy a T-shirt at underscore Real Talk Tees. That's at underscore Real Talk Tees. Uh, for real, go buy a T-shirt, man. Thank you. There you have it. And listen, man, uh, we appreciate uh, Hancock. I hope you get back safe. Thanks, Jay, again, for coming through, dropping that knowledge. Go to jaysusecars.com. Check out the inventory. Yes. Go see him. You already got the end. I'm telling you, go see him. Talk to him. It's a relationship builder. He go educate. He go do all, all, all he can to get the things going. So with that being said, Hancock, I know y'all already at home. So Boogie, Hancock is already home, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's smooth. They call me coach because I teach you how to ball. This your man, man. H-O-R-I-P-B-C. R-I-P mom. And if you love the show, tell a friend. And if you didn't. Jay got a smooth little ball head over there. (laughs) (laughs) And we out. Peace. Homeowners, in today's world, no neighborhood is immune from burglaries. Get a state-of-the-art monitored home security system for Protect Your Home.